The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A leaked draft of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade has supercharged a debate over abortion access in Virginia. As Whitney Evans reports, abortions before the third trimester will remain legal in the Commonwealth, at least for now. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin declined to tell reporters Tuesday whether he supports the high court reversing the landmark abortion ruling. But the governor, who is anti-abortion, emphasized that it should be up to states to make these decisions. Just like in determining what our education budget should be, what, what our funding for law enforcement should be, how we handle our taxes at the state level, those are state decisions. And I do support the fact that this should be a state decision. Democrats, who had the majority in the General Assembly in 2020, expanded abortion access in the state. Senator Jennifer McClellan sponsored some of that legislation. And we have seen Virginia become a safe haven in the South as a result of that work. 26 states have laws that would make abortion completely illegal if Roe v. Wade is overturned. Virginia is not currently one of those states. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Monday's revelations surrounding Roe v. Wade will likely have ripple effects in Virginia's upcoming elections. As Ben Pavier reports, upcoming votes could determine whether the state enacts new abortion restrictions. Republicans face an uphill battle passing new abortion restrictions in Virginia before 2023. That's when the state Senate is up for grabs. Karen Holt, a political science professor at Virginia Tech, says the GOP will have to tread carefully on the issue with suburban voters. In the past, at least, the issue of abortion drove at least some of those Republican voters into the Democratic side. But Republican political consultant Jimmy Cady says his party can't afford to shy away from the issue. The Democrats are going to make it an issue, particularly in the suburbs. So there's got to be an offensive strategy here to talk about it. The debate over abortion could also influence this year's congressional races. Three vulnerable Democrats, including Representative Abigail Spanberger, say they'll defend abortion rights. Ben Pavier, VPM News. As the struggle to complete the state budget continues, negotiators say there are no plans to hold public meetings for the foreseeable future. Lawmakers leading the negotiations told the Virginia Mercury that they're still making progress. The main holdup seems to be the scale of Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed tax cuts. Republicans support the cuts, while Democrats oppose measures such as a state gas tax holiday and increases to the standard deduction. The state's current two-year budget is set to end on June 30th. Completion of the Mountain Valley Pipeline has been delayed again to the second half of 2023, and the estimated price tag for the project has risen to about $6.6 billion. Courts and permitting agencies have long halted progress on the pipeline, which runs through southwest Virginia. Mountain Valley's main investor, Equitrans Midstream, says it will continue to pursue new permits for the project. Environmental advocates have rallied against the pipeline, calling for it to be canceled due to water pollution concerns. Homelessness is on the rise in Charlottesville and Albemarle County. That's according to the Thomas Jefferson Area Coalition for the Homeless, which presented its findings this week. 
The group says the increase comes as part of complications caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Daily Progress reports that 70 percent of those seeking help from the coalition were experiencing homelessness for the first time. Officials with the coalition say the city needs to focus on making homelessness, quote, brief, rare, and non-recurring. After the worst months of the pandemic, people are going back to live shows. Paul Bebo from partner station WHRO reports on one Newport News institution that's rebuilding. Sid Bridge is one of the hosts at Kazi's Comedy Club's open mic on Thursdays. He opens the show and sets expectations. Some of the stuff, it's going to be amazing. They're working on new material. So some of it's not going to be great. Some of it's going to be terrible. Bridge has just one request of the audience. When the material is not good, when the joke sucks, is that you just be quiet. Yeah, because that kills the comic on the inside. COVID-19 shut the show down and performers shared jokes online and worked on new material. The open mic restarted this year, but attendance wasn't great. I mean, the first the first few weeks, we were getting a lot fewer sign-ups. We had like shows with 12, 13, 14, 15 people. Bridge says he now sometimes has to turn performers away. Bridge has been hosting the open mic for six years, and he says it's a chance for comics to work on material and build careers. That was Paul Bebo reporting. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.